0: You're listening to Astroscope, astrology podcast by Mark Lerner and Great Bear Enterprises. This podcast is sponsored by Buzzword Consulting and ForFame.com. Welcome, everyone, to a series of podcasts concerning the progressed sun and the progressed palace in the United States birth chart from July 4th, 1776 uniting. This has never happened before. If it ever happens in a chart, it can only happen particularly in a chart of a nation once for a period of a few weeks, every several hundred years. It's never happened before since the United States declared its independence on July 4th of 1776. With this particular article, which is really a summary of all the kinds of charts and stories that lead up to this finding. And I've been working on this as a kind of giant jigsaw puzzle for several years now, because I've studied the United States birth chart since I got into this field back in 1972 and 1973. So what I propose to do here, and and just for the record, it's the evening of May 2nd, 2019 just past 10:33 p.m. as I start this so I'm going to share a little bit about the scene right now but the essence of this story and I will give you uh, the other articles that I've been writing in Great Bear Enterprises on our astrology website I'll give you the dates that the stories came up where I've been focused on the asteroid known as Pallas which is connected to the goddess of Athena, the name that she has in Greek mythology, which is also Minerva in Roman mythology, and which is a part of the United States birth chart, but which was not discovered until 1802. And I will explain these variations and why they're so important. But right now, the essence for anybody who is just listening here is that the entire buildup of the constitutional crisis that we've been seeing for the last couple of years which is also related to justice and law and intelligence gathering, as well as the defense of the United States. It's connected to problem solving. It's connected to strategizing. It's linked to all of the different intelligence services that are hopefully protecting our country and sometimes perhaps not. It's, this is all connected to the problem of interference by foreign powers, strongly Russia in 2016, as well as potential other countries coming up in 2020, great concerns about China as well as Russia and other entities around the world that may want to interfere in our voting. So in so many ways, it turns out that the archetypes and the themes associated with Pallas Athena, and I've been writing about this for a very long time, are now building up to a kind of giant explosion which is going to take place May 28th of 2019 from an astrological perspective based on the United States being born. And there are different U.S. charts based on different astrologers, but the main one connects up to the Declaration of Independence on July 4th of 1776. And based on that chart, we are now through what is called secondary progression analysis. And there are many different kinds of progressions and in these Podcasts. I'll explore some of them and why this one is particularly significant. And so on May 28th of this year, coming up in just a couple of weeks, 26 days from now, the sun and palace, both in their progression, will reach 14 plus degrees of Pisces, and they will form a conjunction. Now, even after that time, the ramifications, the reverberations of what we're seeing now in the country, this war between the White House and the Congress, And with the court systems and the attorney general's office and all of these different factions, it's heating up to an enormous degree following almost two years of the Mueller report uh, regarding whether or not Russians or the Russian government interfered in our election and to what extent, as well as obstruction issues regarding uh, members of uh, the Donald Trump uh, campaign team, as well as he himself, and so on. So all of this, as we all know, is heating up to an enormous degree. And what I'm sharing has nothing to do with whether you're on the left or the right or in the middle, or anything politically. This is all based on the astrology connected to the nation in which we live. And there are other charts as well that show the power of Pallas Athena, that asteroid. And so as you go through all this in um, in the other podcasts that follow, that we're, I'm weaving together an entire story, and that's a good word. Weaving is actually one of the rulerships of Pallas Athena. She was a great goddess of arts and crafts and weavers and spinning wheels. And in so many ways, this particular goddess and archetype and theme is a big part of who we are. But it's also part of how we often fail because of its position as it was discovered Um in 1802, But when we go back to 1776, we can go back into the past, uh, which was uh, 26 years um, after it was discovered in 1802. And so the United States birth chart has a moon palace conjunction in late Aquarius, and it's near the bottom of the birth chart. It's in the third house of the national chart, which is very significant for teaching and education and communication, but it isn't necessarily all that easy in terms of the rule of law and intelligence gathering and problem solving and strategic thinking and knowledge and wisdom, all associated with this goddess and asteroid. It's not all that easy for that to lead the country because it isn't that those uh, two bodies, the moon and palace are not directly above. They're not in the upper visible area of the United States birth chart. So I'll get into that down the road. Again, here is the key point that you need to understand of what is going on, at least from the research I've done over a long period of time. We are reaching an apotheosis, a crescendo. It will reach the boiling point over the next several weeks, culminating May 28th. That's when it's exact. Now, after the point of exactitude, we have what's called in astrology a separation alignment. So even though that's the exact time, for instance, when we have new moons or full moons or quarter moons or eclipses, there's always an exact time. But in astrology, things build up. They build up for hours. They build up for days before. They also affect people afterwards, even though the alignment has already occurred. So in astrology, we have what are called approaching alignments, then we have separating alignments, and there's no agreement necessarily of how many minutes or hours or days or weeks or months those ramifications can exist. So even though I am pointing out in the chart that comes with this particular podcast, we'll show May 28th of 2019, and you'll be able to see on the right side of that chart, you'll see the circle of the sun. The circle with the point in the center is the sun symbol. And you'll see the numbers 14 and a Pisces symbol, and then the number of minutes of arc. So you'll see the number 14 with a little degree symbol and the symbol for the two fish of Pisces, and um, then the minutes of arc. And you'll also see Pallas, Athena, that particular asteroid with looking like a diamond with a cross under it with the same 14 degrees with the same pisces symbol and the same minutes of arc and they're they're exactly together so the other thing that's really amazing or synchronistic in all this is just 2 days later in what we call the actual sky pallas athena the same asteroid will make a station it will make a station in the sign of libra and it will then be going direct instead of retrograde. And so any planet that's stationary or shifting from reverse to direct or direct-reverse gains power, becomes extraordinarily significant for the Earth and for humanity. So that's going to happen on May 30th, which is within 48 hours of this progression. And the progressions in astrology, they are always developing slowly and gradually as opposed to transits. So transits relate more to what's happening in the actual sky at any given time. And this is what most people, when they look for an astrology consultation, they'll, if they haven't, if they've had their chart done, then they know um, each, each one of you, as you're listening, you'll know about where your sun and moon is, are located and the various planets and your rising sign and the houses of the chart and some of the aspects or mathematical relationships. And when people often order from a, from an astrologer, is a transit reading. Where are the planets now? How are they influencing me? Uh, Whether it's relationship or travel or business or money or health, whatever the issues are. But most people, unfortunately, don't do progressions because they're more involved, they're slow-moving, there are different kinds of progressions, but they're very profound. And in many cases, they can be more profound than the actual transits. And they can, in a sense, pull pull, uh, in another direction the entire meanings and significance of one's life. When we do this with a country and the fact that we have never experienced before the sun and palace by progression together, coming together. The only other time in our history if when the sun by progression reached the natal palace, which is in Aquarius. Amazingly and synchronistically, that occurred on July 1st of 2001, which was just two months before... September 11th of 2001. And again, the whole idea of Pallas Athena, particularly what we call world or mundane astrology, relates so much to solving problems and intelligence gathering, as well as the defense of the country. One of the meanings given out by one of the great astrologers uh, focused on asteroids, uh, Eleanor Bach, and I'll get into the story of Eleanor Bach and the first asteroid ephemeris that has all the positions of the the four main asteroids that came out in 1973 and how I got to meet her and how amazing she was in terms of her artistry and her um, analysis of not just personal charts, but how it affected the world. And so we're going to get into that part of the story as well. Um, all of this is very significant. So back in 2001, we had a major catastrophic event that wasn't really taken care of by our intelligence services even though the the president at that time and the national security advisor Condoleezza rice and others had been warned of osama bin laden and the different kinds of things that al qaeda might have been planning and this was this came out later that the intelligence services were given all these different hints and knowledge, and so on, and so that all occurred when the progressed sun reached the natal palace, and now we are eighteen years later, and this one is is just so significant. And again, this will never, this won't happen for several hundred more years, in a different sign in our in the national birth chart, and again, this event that's happening on May twenty-eighth has never happened before. So it's different from the one that happened in 2001. And we just hope and pray that it does not resort in any kind of major upheavals. But we're already seeing how in Washington, between the Senate and the House, between the House and the President and the House and the White House, as well as the Attorney General, and the United States Department of Justice is right in the... um, the heart of this entire issue because Pallas Athena relates to judges and lawyers and justice, even though it's not the only asteroid or uh, goddess associated with this theme of justice. There's the goddess known as Themis. I hope I'm pr- pronouncing that correctly. Also known as justice or lady justice in Roman mythology and Themis in Greek mythology, uh, blind justice that's, that theme is also part of Justice, but that particular goddess was not one of the four main ones of Ceres, Pallas, Juno, and Vesta, discovered in the early early 1800s. So I'm not denying the significance of that particular goddess and mythology related to Justice, but in terms of the four main asteroids and goddess archetypes, Pallas, Athena, and that particular asteroid has so much to do, as you'll see in listening to the future podcasts in the series, with law, justice, courts, um, and the administration of of law and order throughout the country, or its opposite. So here are some of the other things that we're going to cover. Again, this is kind of more of a summary and the beginning. The chart is available so you can see it. I've given you some hints and suggestions here that we're leading to a kind of apotheosis crescendo of intensity. Um, So I advise everyone to look back at the following articles, which are in our Earth Aquarius news section, as well as Global Hotspots. You want to go back to August 21, 2018. There's a story I wrote at that point about a bad day for POTUS because there were all kinds of things that happened with Michael Cohen and Paul Manafort, and issues going on there. There's eight charts. That's where you want to sort of get into some of this meat and potatoes of Palace Athena and some of these other connections because in that particular article, we have the U.S. chart for July 4th, 1776. There's also the chart for the inauguration of, of President Trump and Vice President Pence from January 20th of 2017. That's always an important chart to look at whether to look at asteroids, in this case, Pallas Athena, or anything else. There's also the chart for presidential power when George Washington took the first ever oath of office as president, which was on April 30th of 1789, and that happened in New York. And that's a chart that's very important for understanding presidential power. And obviously, with what's been happening over the last couple of years and the issues of, of the current president, either overstepping his bounds or the issues of what's true and what isn't true and how that's affecting the country uh, as well as interference from other other nations and whether or not there they, they was a conspiracy or there wasn't uh, and to what extent it existed back um, in 2016 of accepting information and advice from, from another country and also whether or not they interfered in, in the actual vote totals and different states, we know that there was an enormous effect in social media, Facebook, Twitter and these other places and we're just beginning to sort of unravel the whole thing and hope that it doesn't happen again so go back to the August 21, 2018 uh, story because there's eight charts there there's also um, a story that I wrote um, in our Astro Flash section uh, on January 10th of this year about the the total lunar eclipse that occurred January 21st of this year. And the significance there was that at that total lunar eclipse, and any kind of lunar eclipse is always powerful, but um, for Washington, D.C., the in the exact chart, Pallas Athena was rising. And so I did a whole story on that. And again, that is very significant because just, uh, first of all, the total lunar eclipse I considered it the national emergency at that point. It was located with the sun at zero plus of Aquarius and the moon at zero plus of Leo. And we'll see that those degrees, particularly zero plus Aquarius, is monumentally significant, not just for Pallas in the future, but it's always where the sun is when every president is inaugurated. The inaugurations of presidents used to take place on March 4th, and that formed a grand triangle with July 4th, which is when the nation was founded and the sun being Cancer. March 4th, with the sun in Pisces, was when presidents were inaugurated by tradition. And the voting, national voting, would be on the first Tuesday after the first Monday in November, which is the sun in Scorpio. So our, our forefathers and foremothers of the country created this Uh, spiritual and cosmic grand triangle that we then changed during the Franklin Roosevelt administration, having to do with lame duck Congresses and not wanting to wait that long. Um, an amendment to the constitution changed the inauguration date from March 4th to January 20th. And so after Franklin Roosevelt was inaugurated with his famous, uh, at the time, the only thing we have to fear is fear itself, um, which was March 4th of 1933, when he was re-inaugurated for his second term. He took the oath at that point on January 20th of 1937. And since then, the presidents are uh, inaugurated on January 20th, which happens to be, it just turns out, the first day when when the sun goes into Aquarius. So the total lunar eclipse of January 21st of this year, when Pallas Athena was exactly rising in Washington, D.C., that took place at zero plus of Aquarius. And eventually I'm going to be doing a whole series of articles connected to zero plus of, Aqu- of Aquarius. And I don't want to spill the beans on all that. But just keep that degree in, in, in your consciousness because a whole wide series of astrology events, particularly next year, which will be the election year, and lead to 2021 on January 20th of that year, when the next president, whoever he or she may be, is going to be inaugurated. So uh, just remember the first degree of Aquarius, zero plus. And we already gave you a strong story about that. The article is January 20th of 2019. It's under Astroflash in the Earth Aquarius News section. Then we have the March 27th article, where I wrote the story called The Mueller Reports Rush to Judgment, based on the March 22nd event when the moon and palace were actually together in the sky, and that's when Robert Mueller sent his report over to to, uh, the attorney general, which then led to two days later, on March 24th, the summary that the new United States Attorney General William Barr gave his little summary out that caused a whole lot of confusion and chaos because it didn't necessarily relate to exactly what Robert Mueller apparently had in the 400-page report and some of his um, answers or conclusions. And so we've been dealing with that over the, the last several weeks and a whole battle and fight between Robert Mueller as well as William Barr as well as the white house, as well as the presidency and the various committees in the house and in the Senate. So we were in the midst of this heated firestorm. And this is all connected to, to the sun by progression and palace by progression, linking up, making a conjunction in the progress chart by secondary progression of the United States. Never happened before. Won't happen again for several hundred years. Um, The last story that is already in the books here on Great Bear Enterprises, April 18th, which is not that long ago, today is May 2nd, and that's when the moon and palace came together again, that's in our global hotspots area, you'll see the map for the moon palace conjunction, which was when the Mueller report was released Now, it was released with redactions, but it was still released. And again, what's pretty remarkable here, if you follow what's been going on with Pallas Athena, um, back on the Total Lunar Eclipse article under Astroflash, where I reported the fact that I said in that article that the real national emergency was not what was happening necessarily at the southern border. It was how this Total Lunar Eclipse was going to affect America. And let's keep in mind that Donald Trump was born at a total lunar eclipse on June 14th of 1946, when Jupiter wasn't moving, Neptune was near a station, and total lunar eclipses can create all kinds of illumination and revelations. However, traditionally, it's also very associated with aberrations in terms of emotion and feelings and moods. The whole concept of lunacy comes out of total lunar eclipses when fear and all kinds of um, crises have gone on in long time ago. The people didn't know about the science and why this was happening and there'd be a full moon and suddenly the moon would, would start disappearing. So you can imagine how ancient cultures and tribes, particularly those <laughs> That didn't have shamans, that didn't have leaders and people in charge. There was great fear, you know, that something terrible was happening with one of our great lights, and they didn't understand what's happening now. Through science, we understand, it through astronomy, what's going on. But nevertheless, the present we have now was born at a total lunar eclipse, and we just had a total lunar eclipse on January twenty-first of this year at the strategic point that I'm mentioning, zero plus Aquarius for the sun, and a at the exact moment Pallas Athena was rising. What I didn't say was eight days later on January 29th at a Senate intelligence panel, all the intelligence chiefs came together, the leaders of the FBI, the leaders, of, the leader of the CIA, particularly Dan Coats, former Senator, Republican Senator from Indiana. Um, the leader, uh, he's in charge of, um, uh, our National Intelligence Organization, Director of National Intelligence. And he reported very clearly and all the other intelligence intelligence chiefs gathering together um, reported the same kind of thing, that they were very worried and concerned and focused on protecting our intelligence and preventing... Nations like Russia and particularly China as well, not to mention places like North Korea or Syria or Iran and other countries that might want to do harm by um, hacking into our systems, into power plants and water plants and other plants and things like that, and particularly the voting. And by the way, voting is very much a part of Palis Athena because Palis Athena has a lot to do with who we are in our intelligence and living in our cities and our technology and protecting our technology as well as our computer systems. This is all part of the higher intelligence and knowledge and wisdom energies that are associated with Pallas Athena and its meaning. And it's very, very sad that while well, I live in Oregon, we've had ballot by mail and several other states have that and it works very, very well. But we don't want to go back to the situation from 2000 with the ch- the hanging chads And all these things that happen in Florida and many states still have very archaic systems, often that fall apart without a whole lot of backup of things. And it just seems depressing and sad that in a country like ours, with all of our great technology, all of these between Apple and Microsoft and Google and Facebook and all this brilliance and having a Thomas Edison and so many different leaders, men, women, uh, even young people. Coming out of people like who 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 led um, Microsoft, uh, Bill Gates or Steve Jobs, who who left their college educations, seemingly defying their parents and making them wonder, and then discovering all kinds of things outside the educational system. And this is not a recommendation for people to necessarily drop out of school, but it turns out a lot of people who have. Discovered their genius, often do it independently, and sometimes our educational systems are failing them. And everything having to do with with the higher education is associated very much with Pallas Athena, because part of the mythology of this goddess is she she was born full armored from her father Zeus Jupiter, and so this idea of being full armored that Pallas Athena is kind of the brainchild, the intelligent force coming out of the traditional uh, king of the gods from Mount Olympus, depending on how you look at uh, the ancient mythology. So Pallas Athena, again, very, very strong in all these regards. So to go back to those stories, I believe, is very important because in order to accept the idea of what I'm bringing out, that the progressed sun and the progressed palace in the United States birth chart are incredibly important, um, you need to have a background by the way tonight May 2nd 2019 right now Sagittarius is rising Pallas is near the meridian out here in Oregon today Pallas in at 14 degrees of Libra is in polarity to another asteroid Vesta at 14 degrees of Aries and they are both in harmony with the largest asteroid Ceres which has just risen on the horizon so three of the four main asteroids are connected to one another as I'm giving this initial report. In addition, based on where the United States Sun was located on July 4th of 1776 in the Sun Cancer, these three asteroids tonight are all connecting back to the Sun degree for America when it declared its independence. And also the Sun tonight uh, in Taurus is connected to these three asteroid positions um so in addition by the way mars has just made its uh, return for the first time in two years to its position in the united states birth chart and this is connected very much to some of the events going on in venezuela uh and which i will be pointing out in a new global hotspots feature about to come uh, through this weekend about the new moon that's taking place this weekend which is in taurus at 15 degrees of Taurus, which, by the way, is significant in and of itself. That occurs this Saturday on May the 4th, uh, using Eastern time. It'll happen at 6.47 p.m. And by the way, that particular new moon is not only at a power point in the zodiac, the middle signs of, of the fixed power signs, in this case, 14 plus a Taurus is the 15th degree of Taurus, So in astrology, the middle degrees of the fixed power signs, 15 Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, and Aquarius, are filled with an awesome power. This is also the degree, 14 plus Taurus, which is on every inauguration chart since FDR took the inauguration oath back in 1937 on January 20th. So because we have a fixed system, The fixed system is that the the next president, after a four-year term, legally, based on the the amendment to the Constitution, becomes president, whether or not he or she holds up his hand, has a Bible, takes the oath or not. At noon in Washington, D.C., on that date, the next president's term of office begins, and at that point, 14 plus of Taurus is on the ascendant. So as I'm doing all this, we also have a re-emphasis of the Trump-Pence term of office from January 20th of 2017. As many of you may be uh, hearing this and tuning into what I'm about to say, now I've already gone on for a long period of time. And so this is the beginning. In the next episode I will actually give you more of the specifics of what charts and events are I'm going to be looking into and then in the third particular podcast I hope to go into greater depth of many of those so for now I'm going to sign off you've got um, a lot to think about right at the moment there'll be some other charts that will be presented in this series of podcasts so for the moment Thank you for listening, and then we'll be moving on to podcast number two in this series about the Progress Sun and the Progress Palace, based on secondary progression, one of the most significant progression systems that exists in the United States birth chart from July 4th, 1776, culminating on May 28th, 2019. And as I'm saying so far, if you've listened up to this point, all of the developments um, over the last couple of years and even all the way back to 2001 when the progressed sun for the United States reached the natal palace in Aquarius. Over these past 18 years, we've been heating up and heating up for this particular kind of thing. And now we're at the flashpoint and that's why we're seeing the kind of events that we're seeing in Washington and around the countries and all the debates going on and the intensity of the media for the last several years. Okay, signing off. This is Mark Lerner, and i look forward to talking with you in the next podcast. Bye for now.